Hey everybody, Alex here. Uh, it's been a while since we've uploaded an episode. Uh, Gabe and I got through the holidays. It was uh, We were both really busy during that time. Busy season for everybody. Then after the holidays, we were going to get together to uh, record two episodes. And I missed both sessions. So actually Gabe ended up recording two episodes with one of our friends, Adrian. Uh, he tells me that both of those episodes are really funny, very entertaining. He's uh, prepping those to send them to me and uh, I'm going to upload them here shortly. He, uh, Gabe also has been in the process of moving uh, to his new apartment. So he's just been uh, working on getting settled. So that's basically the only thing that's keeping us from uh, recording a fresh episode. So in the meantime, what I'm going to do is I'm going to upload what should have been our original pilot episode. This was the episode that it was the first episode that we ever recorded. And it's it's pretty hard to bear because I keep saying, um, 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 the whole time I was really nervous. I hadn't, this is the first time that we ever recorded anything. So I don't know why it just felt like a conversation when we played it back. I didn't even notice. Uh, I, I, when we were talking, I, I never noticed how much I, I was saying, um, anyways, so go ahead and just uh, give it a listen. Uh, maybe pull a, a bottle of favorite liquor next to you and take a shot every time I say um because it's a lot of times. But we uh, keep a nice conversation. And um, in the meantime, I'm just going to upload this episode. And uh, uh, shortly we're going to upload uh, the two episodes with Adrian. And then hopefully we can get you a fresh episode uh, here soon. All right, guys. Take care. No, this is good. This right. is good. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the first episode of the Thirty Six Chamber podcast, and. Uh, my name is Alex, and I am here with uh, your second host, Gabe. Yeah. And uh, this is the pilot episode of the uh, 36 Chamber podcast. Uh, please uh, like and subscribe. And uh, if you're listening, thank you to everybody who's actually listening right now. And um, we really appreciate this. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, streamline this episode, uh, kind of get the feel for everything and um, build it as we go. Um, uh, this podcast is going to be basically centered around, uh, hip hop, uh, but it's not necessarily just going to be strictly, uh, on the topic of hip hop. It'll be, we'll basically just talk about anything, uh, that comes to mind and, uh, but the foundation of the, uh, podcast will be, uh, based on hip hop. Uh, we, uh, both grew up, uh, listening to, uh, um, both um, old school and uh, mainstream hip hop, and uh, the um, the I guess you could say uh, the hip hop of today. Uh, it's um, uh, not too um, uh, not not too bad, but I can I can definitely say that uh, I am uh, 
still more attracted to the old school yeah, stuff. It's, it's missing something. There's, have you listened to Sar, uh, Zarface? I have not, no, okay, actually. So Inspected Dex Project with 7L and Esoteric. It's modern, and I feel like it's cool because the beats are so dope, but the lyrics are, like, too old school. They're not with that new modern touch, but they're, they're, it's kind of like an attack to all these modern rappers and saying their shit sucks. But one of their songs starts with this one quote, and I think it's 7L saying, you know, like, I don't even, I don't even care about music nowadays. I miss, like, I miss that old mom's, like, home cooking, that old, okay. old stuff. And none of that shit nowadays has any of that substance. All this stuff is like Lunchables, and it's all like freezer food. Okay. He's like, so I miss mom's old cooking. He's yeah. Like, so that made a lot of sense to me because I feel like that's what I'm missing. I'm missing that old substance, that something that you can sit on for years, and it's still outlasting today. Not that cookie-cutter bullshit that everybody listens to. You know? Yeah. And um, definitely there are some artists who stand out, and... Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite artists uh, from uh, this era, or I guess you could say the past uh, 10 years, is definitely uh, Currency. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Currency definitely doesn't get the attention that he deserves on a mainstream platform. Uh, but I would say um, my personal opinion on an underground platform, I think he's actually the undisputed king of uh, mm. underground hip-hop. Mm. Mm. Um yeah, and uh, I, you know, I don't listen to enough currency to to vouch, but I definitely say consistency. Every time I've gone to listen to anything by currency, no matter if it's old or new, it's consistent. It is dope. There's something lyrical. There's something chill. There's I really can't argue with anything. So I feel like he's not one of those artists that makes a hit song and then he's around. He's someone that has consistently done stuff. He's still doing stuff to this day. And if you're a new listener, I'm sure there's new music you can find that old listeners have probably never even touched yet so that's pretty cool to me yeah um actually uh one thing that i really like about him is exactly that the uh consistency and um uh one thing is that he was actually signed uh to uh young money uh and he was uh working with little wayne so he actually has experience in uh the mainstream spotlight and yeah that actually helped him when it came to uh, making his albums, uh, such as his Pilot Talk uh, series and um, uh, his uh, array of mixtapes. Um, uh, one year, I believe it was in 2018, he um, uh, actually dropped one album for one mixtape for every month, so 12 mixtapes in That's a year. Ridiculous. And That's just so much music. Bro. Yeah. How can you even do that? And, he, I mean, he works really hard, and every, I've, I've listened to every single one of those mixtapes, and the quality does not drop, and the change in sound is very, very... Do you feel like that's just too much, though, for you to just stay on listening when there's... Man, moment you're into one thing from him, he's got a brand new album and another album and a mixtape and another one. Well, I believe if you uh, want um, the, if you are interested and you're actually waiting for more of his music because you are interested in uh, basically his sound, um, you can, yeah, you, um, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't affect you. Actually, I was excited when I saw it on, uh, Dat Piff. When I, uh, saw that he had dropped a new, uh, mixtape, I was really excited. And, um, 
they all differ. They all have themes. They um, and like I said, the quality doesn't drop. Um, another artist who I feel uh, um, from the uh, who actually rose from the um, uh, underground uh, platform to become more mainstream is actually uh, Nipsey Hussle. Um, uh, have you listened to him? Not very much. No. Monica's no. a big fan, so I've, I've heard him definitely, but I have not given him a good listen. Yeah, this last October was his uh, 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 the anniversary of his Crenshaw mixtape, and that's actually the first mis- mixtape that I um, uh, that I heard of his uh, of his music. And um, one cool thing about that mixtape is that he sold every single mixtape for a hundred dollars. And God damn, how? Yeah, he sold a thousand of them. So basically, this was part of the promotion of the mixtape, and that was actually one of the things that made him more noticeable. Was that Jay Z was so impressed uh, um, of the marketing approach to that mixtape that he actually bought a hundred of them. So uh, he. Sure. And yeah, that gave him the attention yeah. that he needed, and he sold all of them with no problem. That's all and you, bro, that's what bugs me. I mean, not to segue too far, but as an artist, it, it just takes that one influencer. And yeah. you know, when I was in college, I, well, I told, I had a teacher that was really, 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 really in, involved in like the Hollywood community, and he was like, "If I can do anything for you in this entire class, I want to ask everybody in this class, what do you want? What is the one thing you you would want for me?" And I was the only one who said, I want to be famous. And everybody burst into laughter. And that was fine. You know, I get it because it sounds very superficial and shitty and everyone tries to pretend they're a saint nowadays. My reasoning still to this day is being a role model is so much more of like a value than just having money or having an estate of some sort. If I could be a Kendrick, if I could be a Bill Gates, if I could be a Steve Jobs, not just someone who's created a big company, but just says something and people listen, then I could change the world by helping others to realize their value in themselves to change the world. And that's all he had. He had someone who believed in that one thing of his, and that changed his life for the better. And then look how many people have spawned their creative influences from Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, he's been a a very big influence. Um, He is definitely one of my favorite artists. It's uh, pretty uh, sad that he um, actually... uh, left uh, the hip-hop world or just left left us uh, early. It, actually, I've never uh, been in shock, actually, when I heard that he had passed away. It, it was... Um, it, that was a definite blow, um, and it really spoke to how much um, he had uh, basically had an effect on, um, on, on me with his music because, yeah, uh, yeah he, his approach... He had a really great perspective for marketing, but also he didn't just produce music for producing it, making money, and becoming famous. He actually used that influence mm-hmm. to change his neighborhood and yeah. actually change the lives of people around him. Like he actually like started, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly like him. And um, one of the tragic things is that uh, he just. Uh, didn't um, 
he stayed in the area that he grew up in and that was a bad area and that's a big debate whether he should have left mm -hmm. and moved out and still uh helped that area but he his main shop is uh on crenshaw and uh that area is um notorious for being a high crime uh area so yeah, no, um, uh, definitely uh, Nipsey Hussle. I mean, he'll be missed. And um, uh, overall, I think uh, that these last 50 years of hip-hop, uh, they are missing the uh, the soul a little bit. Yeah. I think that uh, the music that was produced in the past uh, really had some more soul. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, I've noticed just from knowing the other side of things, is one business has so much more to influence than we realize of why we're even the reason we even mentioned the artists we mentioned from that time period is because those are the artists that actually got a chance to get out there and were pushed by the record labels so yeah. there's there's a plethora of artists that we'll never know about that were better than all of the biggies and tupac and Wu -Tang, yeah and we'll never even know their shine we'll never hear about them that just has to do with the record label industry and that's shitty Number two is there's so many ways to put your music out there nowadays. There's no hunger. Yeah. There's no need to shine. Everyone's all about keeping them in their own cool and happy, and everyone's within their own little circles now that there's no need to influence the world. There's no need to step out of that and to show what you have to offer most of the time because most people can just put it out there on SoundCloud, get their shit up on Spotify, have their monthly listeners, get their little income, make their money, support their mom and dad like they wanted to, and that's it they don't need to have the same shine that it used to be i will say though that that breakdown that you just gave about uploading your music to uh spotify or soundcloud um that actually gives you leverage with the record companies because now you have your own analytics yeah, you're right. to go by and uh, when you go to a meeting, now you don't uh, go there without the knowledge of how you can actually perform. Mm -hmm. You can go there and tell them how you've been performing and why you deserve more of your uh um, your music and how you deserve more uh, more money and uh, I think that actually uh, is a, a a major difference from the past I, oh, yeah. I guess big it's a, a big positive so you know but see that to me I've noticed and that's just from the artist side of it is that takes away so much of the craft and the creativity because and the, and the reason why is because you know like as I consider myself a nobody in the independent artist world just because I'm not known. That doesn't mean I'm not influential. It just means nobody knows really know who I am other than my own neighborhood. I'm local, as they say in Juice. So all the other local rappers I've been around, they all approach it as if like they won't do a collaboration with you. They won't do anything with you unless you're paying them. Everything's up front. Everything's industry-based, and it's business first. Nothing is about a creative like flow, like how a band might be, where it's, hey, check out this dope bassist. Let's bring him in for a track. It's not like that. It's about paying my bread up front because that's how it's supposed to be in the business. And that has ruined some shit for like the creative flow of independent artists. I honestly don't meet genuine artists on my level that want to just collab because, yo, your shit's tight, my shit's tight. If, if you ever follow any of my stuff, Major Dynamic and me make a lot more music together than anyone because we get along, for one, we're friends. 
Two. Now, Major Dynamic is a producer, producer local yeah. producer? Local producer, but he has a big influence actually in the UK. Like, he's put his shit out on the, on the web, and he's gotten thousands of listeners and followers just from the UK because his beats are dope. Okay. But point being is he's felt as he doesn't work with anyone because he thinks everyone's whack. He doesn't want to do it like, I don't care to do this shit for money. I don't care to like you to pay me my bread and then I'll make you a track. If I think you suck, I think you suck and I won't make music with you. If I think you're dope, he reaches out and everybody says the same shit. What are you going to pay me? What are you going to do this? I'll pay you money. That's cool. But it's taking away the creativity from the project. It's taking away the general influence of let's do this you know let's just make some dope ass music like i'm sure that's why doom is doom because he collaborates with everybody on this fucking planet doesn't say what it is or when it is and just releases it and then you'll find it 10 years later that's why he's still freaking you know like influential and relevant yeah and um i actually uh i believe that the uh structure that mainstream hip-hop has by having a manager and an agent Mm -hmm. that can go over those things so uh the artist can only focus on on the making the, the yeah. music and uh did you I, ever watch oh, i'm sorry to cut you off my bad oh no no um i actually wanted to say uh so major dynamic uh does he have a social media account yeah that actually yeah which one which uh which well, one his instagram is what he uses the most for sure okay but, like you know and he's got his music on spotify for sure it's the biggest one but from Bandcamp to SoundCloud to BandClick, everything. He's got his music up everywhere. Just and so that way, if anyone ever listens, they can find him. Yeah, and uh, the hip-hop group uh, Vegas Natives and Nation Overheads, uh, mm-hmm. that's the hip-hop group that uh, you're with. Yeah. And um, you guys have actually been out for quite a while. And uh, you um, you were saying that your music uh, can be also found on uh, Spotify yeah, if you and you look SoundCloud? Up- if you look up Gabe Thinking, just G-A-B-E Thinking, on Spotify, you'll find all of the stuff that we've done. Um, there's tons of unreleased music, and I realize that's why I sit on all this stuff on my iTunes, and I wish I could put it out there. But it's just music we did over the years. But what we did complete is out there on Spotify right now under Gabe Thinking. And actually, going uh, on the subject of local Las Vegas, uh, we're actually from Las Vegas. Uh, this is where we're uh, recording out of. Um, and uh, going on the subject of Las Vegas uh, music scene, um, uh, what do you say, uh, um, uh, how has it evolved uh, ever since you have uh, been a part of the, not just hip-hop, but overall but music? Overall? Yeah. Well, yeah, see, that's what was... Vegas is such an interesting place and I haven't lived anywhere else I can't speak for anywhere else but what I've noticed is that and this is common amongst all music artists I've found that if you're not a somebody if you're not already established with a fan base most people don't take you seriously and don't give you any credibility maybe that's the same everywhere else but like if you want to collaborate or if you want to work together you want to do a show or an event something like that and you reach out to another artist majority of the time they are not going to take you very seriously unless they see that you already have an influence and almost like you don't need them to begin with and that is one thing i've noticed that kind of it messes up the create the creative flow for a lot of bands and remember pancakes jose pancakes mm-hmm. yeah. his band we are pancakes that you know i helped him develop the sounds in the beginning before he was a band and he it was because he couldn't find anyone to work with like he felt okay. like everybody would be just weird and very strange about their their choices so then he eventually did it himself he found a group of people that 
became his band, We Are Pancakes. They blew up and they became, I think, one of the biggest little indie bands in the city. Um, and he, they're not around anymore. And he says it's the same thing. It's like you can't find many people who are willing to push this like how you might imagine it to be in the music scene where you're good at an instrument, you're good at singing, well, you guys should work together. It doesn't really fit together that well. And maybe that has something to do with Vegas people and we don't click necessarily because we're a big group of a bunch of different people. We're not like, you ever notice like none of us are the same. We're all different. Yeah. We're all from different places and different um, yeah, areas. big melting pot of yeah, uh, yeah uh, different um, uh, personalities, and yeah. um, uh, I think uh, one um, one reason is the expectations that you have when you are going into um, uh, whatever project or whatever idea that you have yeah. of making music or um, any type of form of art. The expectation that most people have is a um, quick result. They um, uh, don't. Uh, they they become uh, very uh, humbled when they realize that it's going to take longer to get the results or get the attention mm-hmm. or become uh, more. Uh, um, Famous, uh, for lack of a better word, that yeah. I that I can't think of, and um, uh, I guess you could say that for um, uh, you know anything that you um, want to work on. I think uh, if you don't focus on what uh, the outcome is going to be, and you focus on the art itself, I think that the um, growth will just ha- it'll happen, happen naturally, naturally. Yeah, i agree and and that's what i've been searching for too with a lot of artists so i've always opened my studio up to anybody and anytime people want to work together i just say okay and usually the more serious people will follow through people who aren't serious they never call back and that's fine but as far as the other things in the city i've noticed like rusty maples was a great band that i think would have really yeah up. yeah and they, they became lost, really popular here yeah they just lost all their members one by one that was the only thing for them that kind of messed it up but i think there's a lot of great musicians and a lot of great artists in las vegas and they're the ones who do the best are always in some hidden gym they're in like some house party or yeah they're at some bar and they don't like no one knows about it because there's a lot of random events always going on here but i have found some of the best musicians best rappers in this town but i never saw them ever again and yeah. it was just i saw them one time and it was just because Maybe they feel the same way I do. They're just so jaded from the scene that they're like, nah, I don't really care to be out there trying to collaborate with the world anymore. Maybe I just want to keep with my friends and family and do my shit, you know? And yeah. I don't know, but I've noticed that's that was a big part of it. The hip-hop scene is... Hip-hop is weird in general nowadays. Can you say, if I asked you on the street, some random dude, hey, you listen to hip-hop? Do I know what kind of hip-hop he listens to? No. no it could be anything right it could be yeah. drill music could be trap could be old school hip-hop could be yeah. spoken word shit nowadays it could be anything it could be radio music it could be i don't know strictly big sean who knows so the the vast like variety of all the shit that's out there has also influenced the hip-hop scene here so if i put on a hip-hop show i may not get any artists i like because we all may listen to different artists and yeah that has a big like I saw one dude at this one hip hop show. I did um I did sound for them because I I just did a sound gig and they needed a sound guy. I set it all up and one dude goes out there and he's like, 
hey man, thanks for setting up my show. Like Chance the Rapper style. Like just hey, thanks, thanks for so much, man. This is really awesome. <laughs> I, I'm really I, I like the the microphones and blah blah blah. Goes up there. I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I fucking fuck your fucking girl in the ass. Na-na-na-na. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, and he took his shirt off. He and then he quotes old dirty bastard. And then he says, this is all for him. And he just goes out, shimmy, shimmy, oh, shimmy, uh, shimmy, yay. Oh, it was okay. like, yeah, so okay, where did it ODB fit in there? I don't know, but that was cool to hear. Then he mm. came back to me. He's like, thank you so much for setting up my show, man. That was really great. And it's like, so are you still going to fuck my bitch in the ass? Or <laughs> who are you? Which artists are you? Or, you know, maybe you're both of those people. And that's where I noticed the scene is. It's, it's just that. A lot of different influences. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sure um, the mainstream influence will happen. Uh, I, I mean, the influence from mainstream uh, culture uh, had an influence on him uh, because uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, artists out there who uh, aren't the same person when they're uh, not recording. Uh, Definitely, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, Maybe people saw me that way. I try to be both on stage. You know, when I talk to people, I try to be myself. And try to also, I think my lyrics are always reflect being hard and being the best, but I try to reassure everyone I'm just, this is just lyrical shit. Like, I'm not actually going to fight anybody, and that's why I don't mention that literally. Like, literally, I'm going to fight you or beat you up or some dumb shit like that. You know who an example is, is Tech 9 When you listen to Tech 9s music, you can uh, listen and you you can hear this um, uh, very different person that... From what he is off the mic when you true yeah yeah because when he talks he's a pretty nice dude he's articulate he's like very very calm you know yeah he's really cool he seems like he's very educated in spiritual stuff and and he's very well like he's grounded yeah and then when you hear him rapping it's it's not doesn't sound like that at all yeah very very uh different uh and um yeah i mean when it comes to any type of art anything you want to do i think the biggest thing uh is the just don't worry about what's going to happen or your expectations. Uh, you know, uh, also with, uh, this podcast, um, it's going to naturally grow. And I think that, um, uh, what we will, um, uh, what the, uh, what it will become, it's going to be different from what it starts off as. And, uh, I think, uh, we're just, uh, basically uh we're just going to streamline it and um uh, i think as long as we're dedicated i think uh and hopefully uh the uh listeners and i i, I hope uh that uh little by little uh you guys um can uh grow to uh uh grow to like uh our podcast and uh we'll become more comfortable we'll get more comfortable at least i'll get more comfortable and uh <laughs> Because I'm sure that uh, I've said a lot of us, and um, uh, yeah, I think uh, that uh, I think this is going to be a, 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 a great pastime for you guys. And uh, once again, I, I just uh, I hope that you guys uh, can enjoy this. And thank you to anybody who uh, subscribes, uh, likes. Uh, I actually want to give a shout out to uh, Ivana Lee. She was actually what? our first subscriber. What she already has. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, and I saw her um, randomly. I, honest, you're such an awesome person. Shout out to you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, we just uh, we hope you guys like our podcast, and uh, hope you guys can just join us uh, with every episode, and um, uh, uh, let us uh, 
just uh, entertain you. Yeah. I got I got one quick thing before we go. I'll I'll try to do this more often, but I'll just throw some artists at you that I've been listening to. You just tell me in a quick brief what you think. Okay. Sound. We'll just do all I got. Um, Chance the rapper. Uh yeah. Um, I just uh, I think he he's decent. Um, uh, I guess uh, he's like vanilla to me. He's vanilla. not that's you know. I guess I need to listen to him more. Okay. I guess you could say he's almost like J. Cole, you know? Okay. Because some people can listen to J. Cole and say he's really boring, and some people mm-hmm. can listen to J. Cole and think that he's better than Kendrick Lamar, yeah. better than Eminem. And that's so weird to me. And right. All right, so all right. So that's how we got Chance. Let's go with um, he just dropped a new album, Big Sean. Uh, you know, I actually like Big Sean. Um, maybe because I've actually listened to him more. His Detroit mixtape I really like. Um, and uh, one thing I, uh, about him is that I think he just doesn't market himself uh, as good as he should. I know that um, his uh, co-sign from Kanye West really helped him. And of course, his raps and uh, his um, style helped him. But his style doesn't really just... Uh, speak to me as much as a Kendrick Lamar okay. would speak to me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't put him in the same bracket, but I love Big Sean. That's why I asked. Um let's see, personal favorite of mine, especially in the past couple of years, Amine. Do you listen to Amine? I haven't, no. I highly, highly suggest. He is just like for a for a rapper who can do mainstream and like underground shit, he's a great combo, but he is so catchy that he's nothing but like a pop. He sounds like a pop artist no matter what he's doing. How do you spell it? A M I N E. Amine. Yeah, I think he is in so incredibly talented with his melodies, and his his uh just his hooks and everything, and his his rhythms, even his cadences, how he rhymes, and that's why he is he actually is super super big, bigger than people realize. But anyways, he's a that's why I wanted to mention him because I think he's so slept on even though. He's on the radio all fucking day. Um, Lizzo. Do you listen to Lizzo? I don't know. I'm just wondering because her new music does not reflect her old music, which was all raps before. And I want to play some old Lizzo just so people can hear, like, this girl can rap. And when she finally decides to rap, she's going to destroy every girl rapper in the whole game. Period. Okay. There's not one girl rapper I can think of. Besides oh, maybe okay, okay. No Name or like, uh, what's her name? I'm thinking of the same person, right? No Name Gypsy is her name? Um, I don't think know. think that's her name. No Name? Yeah. Just, I think it's just No Name. Just No Name? Yeah, um, we may be wrong. Uh, let us wrong. know if uh, we, we got that one wrong. But I think it is just No Name. But yeah, artists like that who are taking their raps to a different level, not just trying to make a hit song, you know? And so anyways, dope. Uh, Schoolboy Q, uh, your Crash Talk album is probably one of the best albums of the year. It really is. I don't know it if it came so out this fire. year. I think it did. Um, so dope. And uh, I think uh, Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry put on a new album? I don't know if he did, but Denzel Curry's album, uh, Imperial, is one that I really like. And um, uh, I'm forgetting his name, but he was with the uh wolf gang uh, our future he broke away Frank uh, Ocean? no <laughs> uh 
Red, Cor- Red Corolla? Yeah, yeah Dom- Damo. He put out another Dom- album? Damo Genesis. I don't think so, oh. but I just wanted to bring him up yes. and say that he is a great artist. Probably one of the most underrated rappers. Yeah, for sure. Very underrated. Sure. Uh, he is yeah. so fire, bro. Yeah, he's bro, great. Great, his, great. His, uh, under the influence too, me and Kush were listening out so much, man, and it was just like his wordplay, the way he puts things together, is just so dope. I, yeah, so he uh, he had a, a mixtape with, um, uh, oh my god, I he did uh, the uh, Alchemist. He has he a mixtape with, with Alchemist. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't it's a big great, fan man. of it. I'll be um, honest. I think same with good. Alchemist and uh, who else had an album together? Alchemist and, and someone else. Actually, Bronson? No, that one's That one's That's dope, fire. Dope. That's a fucking, classic, man. That is so fire. Bro. I mean, the theme, I mean, that's probably, if uh, it's almost perfect. Did you, did you listen to Schoolboy Q? Yeah, we talked about Gorillaz. Yeah. The, oh, that was a good God, song. Bro, Pac-Man? Yeah. He, he, the flow, everything. Did you listen to the phone call that they have on that Sound Bites episode? The whole... No. So in the just in the phone call, they ask him like, "So why? First of all, like, what did you rap about?" And he pretty much just tells him exactly what I thought. He just keeps it hood, like he just kept it himself. Talks about where he came from, the shit he used to do to get to where he is to yeah. now, and still being better at everybody at the level he's at. And I just feel like, how are you gonna be that dope on a gorilla song? You listen to <laughs> Most Death, you listen to Daylaw, you listen to Del the Funky Homo. Si- no, nah, he. I'm not gonna put Del in there. You listen to all these rappers, Snoop Dogg, they change their flow. They change their shit up to be on Gorillaz. They yeah. sound a way because it's, it's Gorillaz. You can be creative as you want. Schoolboy Q walked in that motherfucking bitch and did it yeah. exactly how exactly, he would have done yeah. it on his own album. And I still think he killed it. He, he did he a great job. I mean, it. the beat was completely different to one that he would use on his own album. And he yep. just basically fused with that beat very well like the same way like just the way he started writing it was like yo this is a schoolboy track this is not a gorillas track yeah and i don't know i like when he did that because it felt like he took that song and made it his own not not did what gorillas wanted him to do yeah and they want that they don't want you to do something they want they want you to create your own kind of vibe on the track and that's what great that's what's great about gorillas they really let you shine what, um, what do you think about humans? I'm sorry, bro. Humans was not. I haven't a great listened album. to it. Oh. I haven't listened to it. Yeah. As, as a great, and this is this is with all due respect to all gorillas because I love gorillas. You know, yeah. Because we've seen them together. That album was not very good. Oh <laughs> man, sorry, I have bro, to listen it was to not it. very good. But you know what is dope? And I'll just stop with all the negative about it. They have their first video they dropped on humans is a 3D video. It's a literally you can move your phone oh, yeah, yeah, through the yeah. entire video and to me that was the first time they anybody it's like in a haunted house isn't it yeah and yeah. that was creative as hell and I thought as soon as 3D video or 360 video came out that's what they were going to do so it's a 360 music video and it's fire yeah yeah no uh, go ahead and listen to all these artists that we have just mentioned um, they are all great artists um, I'm sure you guys have listened to um, a lot of them if not um, all of them but uh once again, we just want to thank you for being with us on this first episode, and uh, hopefully you guys can join us on the next one. Um, we're going to go ahead and just end it here. And, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. Once again, like and subscribe. Help us grow the channel. And, uh,